Welcome back to the Bridgewater State University Come Sports Podcast. I'm Jocelyn Freeman alongside Tanner Hugh. Um, and it is great to have you uh, guys here today. First off, how are we doing, Tanner? Pretty good, pretty good. Got the haircut going. Got we watched some World Cup soccer, World Cup qualifying soccer. Nice, nice. I got uh, family up from Florida. Uh, coming in yesterday, had a nice walk around Boston, and now here's a, now here's a real question: Do they eat alligators? Uh, no. Well, drinking natty lights. Nah. Doing weird shit. N- no, not really. Damn it. Uh, uh, but that is very besides the point, and uh, uh, I suppose we should start off uh with some of the big news that we've been. And hearing about uh, to uh, recently around um, the around football, well, even two months after the uh, draft or something like that, it, we're still getting in news. Namely, Stefan Gilmore, the uh, 2019's Defensive Player of the Year, is is potentially holding out of the uh, of the. Well, it's not even potentially anymore. It's not even potentially anymore. It it, it is a holdout at this point. Yeah, he is. Uh, he, uh, I don't think he's uh, specifically requested a trade uh, yet, but no, he just wanted a contract. That's what he wanted was a new contract. Yep. Yep. And uh, 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 uh honestly, this is uh, uh honestly, uh, I'm kind of not really too high on, and uh, this one, and mostly because is I mean. Thirteen million dollars a year is still uh, a decent amount um, for a cor- uh, for a cornerback, and yeah, uh, two years removed from uh, defensive player of the year, but he's still. Uh, but he's still good. Uh, he's still uh, he's still good, uh, and I think thirteen million is is a decent sized paycheck uh, for yeah. him. Um, what I don't understand, what I really don't understand, though, is some of the teams that instead of uh, reportedly been uh, been like good places for him to go. Uh, specifically, uh, one thing I saw on the uh, on the CBS Sports uh, Instagram um, page, which I am, which every single uh, time I check it, it uh, it becomes it's more and more believable that it's it's being run by a, a someone who's just trolling the Cleveland Browns why you have Denzel Ward you uh, you have uh, Ronnie Harrison you have uh, you have Grant Delpit you just drafted uh, in freaking Gregory Newsom why uh, why do you need Gilmore <laughs> I don't know some publications are kind of uh, weird but as one holdout is uh, but another one I've been hearing is uh, <laughs> apparently Jalen Ramsey is is really high on getting in, in Gilmore to the Rams. How many how many first round picks do you think think they're gonna give up for Gilmore or Tanner? Probably, probably, probably next year's first. They already and gave up maybe next like year's a first. second round pick as well. They already <laughs> gave up their their next uh, their next two firsts. Well then. Uh... Well, they can't get them. Twenty twenty four for first and twenty twenty five for first for Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, hey, knowing knowing the knowing how 
knowing that uh, they, that they're putting themselves on pace to have seven consecutive years without a first round um, pick, I could see the uh, the Rams trading away uh, two more future first for uh, for Gilmore. Yeah, but could you imagine that uh, that secondary with uh, with both Stephon Gilmore and uh, Jalen Ramsey? Yeah, that would uh, that would be fantastic. The only problem is is the Rams and thanks to having uh, Jalen Ramsey, uh, guys like Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald have sort of pushed themselves up right up against the cap, uh, and I don't think that uh, and I kind of don't think that they're going to be uh, able to uh, fit him in. Right. Especially since the cap has, has gone down since last year. Yeah, it has gone down. But uh, uh, you told me that there were other uh, holdouts happening around the league. Yes, I believe Xavier Howard from Miami is also holding out because he wants a new contract as well. That's uh. <clears throat> I guess that's kind of that kind of makes sense. And Xavier Howard is is a freaking beast in that secondary, and I'm actually not sure how much he's getting paid. <coughs> but uh, uh, being one of the front runners for uh, for defensive player of the year uh, yeah. last year is uh, that's kind uh, that's that's probably deserving of. Uh, of a new contract. Yeah. yeah, I understand that. And of course the uh, and of course the big fish and holdouts. Aaron Rodgers is still. Uh, yeah, because you know he hates the Packers. Yeah, we didn't we didn't necessarily forget about that. We just uh, it's just kind of of like a, been, yeah, uh, we've been hearing about it uh, a lot this. Uh, uh, this week, and and it's just sort of common knowledge at, the, at this point, I guess. But uh, as all of these you know, holdouts continue, one holdout has uh, has stopped. The uh, the Minnesota Vikings have restructured uh, Daniel Hunter's contract and uh, to make it more front loaded, and, and as a result, he has he has returned back to uh, to uh, OTAs, and and honestly, this is. This is fantastic for them. If they can, I feel like if the Vikings can get it to Neil Hunter and Anthony Barr healthy for all of next season, they're going to be they're going to be pretty good. Yeah, I agree with that. As well as we have our cover athletes for Madden 22, and them being Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. This is a uh, uh, this is actually kind of uh, something cool because uh, not only is it the first time two athletes have been featured on the same cover uh, of a uh, of a Madden game since Troy Polamalu and Larry Fitzgerald on the cover of Madden 2010, but also uh, it is the first. Uh, but also uh, uh, these two are the first uh, returning in cover athletes of Madden since Barry Sanders was on in in various. It's like limited editions of Madden 25. Yeah. If, and I think uh, I think that's pretty cool. Hopefully, uh, hopefully EA doesn't screw up 
uh, Madden again this year. Although I have no, fa- although considering how Madden's go- gone in the past, uh, gone since pretty much Madden in 13 or 13 or 25, if I don't have faith that uh, they're going to fix their ways. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, I think that might uh, that might be it for uh, for uh, uh, for football since we uh, since we had uh, gone over the Julio trade and and yeah, Cam getting injured. So, uh, we went over that last last week. Uh, so I guess we should kick it over to the I. Is Tanner? Do you want to take it away? So, second round is now over, and now we are in the, cup, the Stanley Cup semifinals. And we have our final four. In one side, we have the Lightning and Islanders, again. As God knows that was a thing last year. With the, uh, with the series being tied in 1-1, if I'm not mistaken. Game, yeah, with game three being tonight back in Long Island. And also... Vegas versus Montreal. Also uh, tied at 1-1 with Vegas losing 3-2 last night. Yeah. Fuck the Habs. Screw the Habs, yeah. Uh, uh, I... uh, My... uh, My cousin actually... uh, uh, I was watching uh, the game... The first period uh, last night and not only was I kind of like... Okay, why can't the Bruins have the uh, have this kind of speed uh, that the Habs and the uh, Knights do? Because is uh, wow, watching uh, watching the Bruins and then watching pretty much any other er, team, any other er, team in the league is like uh, watching uh, is like watching I don't know a fence post race against uh, uh, races against a Ferrari. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, the uh, uh, uh I think uh, this is gonna be uh, interesting. Uh, in, but uh, uh, yeah, my cousin asked me, uh, like, uh, like who do I think's gonna win? I said Vegas. Uh, he said, uh, but the, uh, but the Canadians are from Canada. Why, uh, why won't they win? And I, uh, and that's when I remind him, um, for the past 30 years, we have yet to see, uh, we have uh, seen in an astounding zero oh, NHL teams from Canada win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and who knows, maybe this will be the, uh, the first time they, uh, maybe this will be uh, the one they, and that breaks the trend. I certainly hope it doesn't, because uh, because if there's <laughs> one team that uh, doesn't deserve more uh, more pats on the back uh, for existing, it's the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> That's agreed upon. But uh, uh yeah, I think uh, I think that uh, that uh, I feel like uh, I want to say the uh, the finals are going to be. Uh, Islanders versus uh, versus Golden Knights. That's what but, I had predicted too. But the uh, but in terms of of like the uh, 
these two series, I want to say Isles in seven, Vegas in six. Yeah, that's a great, that's understandable. I, also, going around the hockey world, we got the Rangers got themselves a new coach, and his name is Gerard Gallant. The first ever head coach in in Vegas history is going to into the uh is going to uh, yep and uh, uh i don't know this might be uh, good i've uh, i've kind of had a soft spot for er, galat ever since and uh, florida decided to uh, to fire him right after a, a road game forcing him to uh, exactly, yeah yeah, yeah get out of the contract the rangers is set to be four years of a uh Salary of three point five. Three point five per year. Yeah. Huh. That's uh. Honestly, that's not that bad of a contract for a coach. I no, absolutely not. No. Also, we got the Maple Leafs re-signing Jason Spezza to league minimum one year, one way, still hundred fifty thousand. Huh. <clears throat> but uh. He will be back. Uh. uh the uh. Uh, uh, I know uh, at the end of the uh, Buffalo Sabres season, uh, there were uh, Sam Reinhardt uh, had said, uh, like, uh, had basically said, like, like no one wants to uh, be in their prime and stuck in the middle of a rebuilding team. Um, and Eichel basically uh, parroted that, uh, said the same thing. In like the uh in the postseason in press conferences, is yeah. so the Sabers I guess are in the I guess this Kevin Adams is is listening to them because because it seems like Jack Eichel, Sam Reinhart, and Rasmus Ristolainen are all on the uh, trade block, uh, and and I mean there have been in several places I've uh, I've seen. And have if interest in Eichel, uh, namely Anaheim, LA, and uh, Anaheim, LA, uh, and also Boston. Huh? I heard Arizona was in on it too. Arizona might be uh, in on it, I guess. Uh, and uh, and also Boston's also kind of in it. Uh, I haven't really heard much about Sam Reinhardt. And what teams want to pick I him heard, up? Mainly for Sam Reinhardt, I heard Vancouver was in on him. That might be kind of interesting. You said you heard Jersey? Yeah, I I heard a lot about... Uh, I heard uh, that the strongest tie uh, Risto hat uh, is in terms of uh, what team wants to pick him up is, is the New Jersey Devils. Uh, uh, and I think since one of their uh, one of their better uh, top pairing defensemen is supposed to be an R, uh, is supposed to be uh, a free agent at the end of this year, uh, this might uh, this might be uh, pretty good for them. Yeah. Also, we got some. We got a couple more of finalists announced, and we got a couple of award winners announced. So we'll just get started with the uh, remaining nominations. The finalists for the Hart Trophy, which was presented to the player adjudged to be the most viable 
to your team as voted by the members of the Pro Professional Hockey. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck PHWA stands for, so excuse me. Pro Hockey Writers Association. Thank you. Uh, the finalists are Nathan McKinnon, Connor, Connor McDavid, David, and Austin, Austin Matthews. Matthews. Yep. Honestly, so, so, honestly, these are all oh, really good uh, picks. They, uh, yeah. uh, these three are uh, like some of the best, uh, some of the best young faces of the uh, yeah, franchise. Absolutely. Franchise. As well as we also have finals for the Jack Adams, which is pretty much like coach of the year. Yeah. And the finalists are Rob Brindamore from the Hurricanes, Coach Q, Joel Quinville from the Florida Panthers, and Dean Everson from the Minnesota Wild. Huh. I think Brindamore has a fair shot at winning it. If it's not him, it's Quinville. Quinville, uh, Quinville, I feel, has always has been like one of those, uh, one of those coaches that's uh, that's been and great, that's been good, but uh, uh, I feel has always just been on in good but not good enough teams. Yeah, he's uh, like Q is uh, Q might get into the uh, Hall of Fame with his coaching. Oh, he's gonna be because he's yeah. one of those people up to Chicago. Yeah, but uh, so the first award winner announced the King Clancy Trophy, given to the player who best exemplifies leader qualities on and off the ice and made no- noteworthy humanitarian contributions in the community. The man the who winner, is too good right now, Pekka Rene. Pekka Rene. Uh, uh, honestly, it's good to see Pekka Rene win something, in yeah. considering how. Uh, I mean, Nashville was so close to, to, I think they were winning, they were about to win the Stanley Cup. They were in the Cup Finals against the Penguins, weren't they? Or, uh, yes, 2013. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, yeah, they were so close to, uh, to winning so it. close, but yet so far away. Yep. As well, we got the second award announced on the Bill Masterton Trophy. Given to the player who best exemplifies qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey, and the winner being the guy who beat cancer, Oscar Lindblom. Always and good to always good to see awesome. someone kick cancer's ass. And then when uh, when one of the uh, most sportsmanship like trophies in the game, mm-hmm. absolutely freaking outstanding. It's that's great to see. Yep. and I believe. Today, they just announced the winner of the Willie O'Ree Award. And this one is for if it was a community hero award. I don't know much about it. And the winner of that was some guy named Kevin Hyshen. I don't, yeah. yeah, I haven't I haven't heard of him, um, to be honest. Yeah, I haven't heard either, but he won it. Of... Uh, one of the comments said, "Did he win or did his beard win?" <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I guess the uh, I'm not sure how how much else uh, soccer news there is. I think the only other thing I'd really heard about uh, so far this week has been in the possibility of Dougie Hamilton in becoming yes, a, uh, becoming part of the Seattle Kraken. And maybe no, I heard he may be traded. 
I heard he may be uh, traded, but the thing with the... that is like the way the Hamilton situation is, that could be a signing trade or it could just be a straight up trade or whatever. Because I know his contract is now up. So it all depends now on what the next step in that is. Like in a tweet from Elliot Freeman, it says, and I quote, aside the offseason is really revving up as the final four chase the Cup, Carolina has given Dougie Hamilton permission to talk to other NHL teams, open potential for a signing trade. Who's up for Dougie back in, in Boston? Yeah. The other thing does. This I would does, I would also love that. See if the Hurricanes do make the best offer for him, potentially allowing for a return if he doesn't like what he sees out there. Very interesting maneuver. So basically, he's a restricted. So basically, he's turning himself into a restricted free agent. Pretty much. Pretty much, that's what it is. He's what is he like? 25, 26? Uh, I'm not sure. I think. I think he might be 27. Hold on. Yeah, uh, he is 28. Oh, wow. So he, yeah, so he lost his RFA rights a couple of years ago. Hmm. But, uh, uh, yeah, I had, uh, yeah, I, uh, I hadn't heard much about, like, where Dougie could be going. I had heard, like, right. the potential of him becoming being part of the Kraken, which, which I mean... I mean, that would be a nice defenseman for Seattle to start off with. That wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah. And, right. and of course, I'm open to him returning to to Boston. Just imagine yeah. that – just imagine that blue – that top blue line of uh, of McAvoy and, and Dougie. Yeah. Now, oh, now yeah. <laughs> and other news, uh, the Winnipeg Jets reached a new agreement with Canada Life to rename – the arena that they play in, which will kick in July 1st. So what we know is the Bell MTS place in Winnipeg will now be called the Canada Life Center. And it'll stay that way for 10 years, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, 10 years. All right. Uh, on the way out. Is there anything else for hockey? Just looking through the notes again. I know Buffalo wanted to meet with... Uh, Senators assisting Jack Capuano, but that was denied. And I know there's like a lot of uh, tension around that. And I know the Coyotes, like for their coaching, uh, for their coaching hirings or whatever, they're interested in a couple of people, one being Mike Van Ryan, Todd Nelson, but they also have shown interest in Providence head coach Nate Lehman. Huh. Finally, we get someone, uh, someone not in, uh, not entirely in the uh, NHL to be coaching the NHL. Yeah. Because this league is just, uh, yeah. just, just coaches never die in this league. They. Yeah. And as well, on a final note, I guess we can wrap this up with this. Uh, the Bruins. Say, well, Don Sweeney is saying there is mutual interest between the team and Taylor Hall in terms of signing a new contract. Krejci is in a unique situation and he's asked for more time. Uh, uh, honestly, I'm okay with, uh, I'm okay with uh, us getting 
giving Hall a new contract because he was fantastic. Yeah, he in did his... well. He did well. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, I mean, I, uh, I mean, with the way he played in, in Buffalo, it was, it was clear that he, uh, that Hall is, uh, that Hall at this point is merely a compliment to a line. He's not, uh, he can't carry the line himself off. He needs a competent center that can, uh, that can anchor, uh, anchor it for him. And when and Eichel went down, there was no, uh, there was no one really there. But Krejci was, uh, Krejci was good. He stayed healthy. He was, uh, and as a result, uh, Hall thrived. But I, which I can just put a, tw- a teaser out on their Instagram by saying a Wolverine in a Columbus Blue Jackets clothing. It could happen again. And they're talking about Owen Power. The huh. of Michigan. Huh. Maybe. But I think Owen Power slated to go number one. Yeah. Uh, so that may be a situation where he may get his career fucked. What about wait? What about Eklund? And Eklund, he, I know he's a top international prospect. But in I, terms of the North American pool, it's Owen Power. Him and, uh, what's his name? Him and, uh, Ben Ayers. Huh. But, uh, I think that, uh, that's going to be it for hockey, uh, is it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. So we'll go ahead and over to the basketball. The playoffs are heating up, and, and it's really interesting now. It's going to read off the bracket real quick when my phone decides to be smart. There we go. We do have. So, so right now, the only team in the conference finals at this point are the Phoenix Suns, who who pretty much beat the ever living shit out of the Denver Nuggets. Just ask Nikola Jokic on that bullshit ass foul, which didn't even touch the guy. And then with a result of Jokic's brother screaming at Devin Booker. Uh, it's. do not mess around. This league's kind of a joke at this point, but uh, <laughs> uh, in other uh, in other news, I wasn't done, huh? done reading the bracket. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry. Nets, uh, down three two on the Clippers. The Nets down. No, Nets are up three two. Sorry on the Bucks, and the Hawks with a surprise game five win the other night to go up three two on the Sixers. I had been hearing people uh, say, like, eh, with this 24-point win and the Hawks just had last night, does this alleviate eh, them of the misery of 28-3? to my response, no. is, my response is no, because no, no, uh, it's not enough to... Eh, the only way that they can alleviate the pain of 28-3 is by winning... Is by they themselves make a 28-3 comeback. I was gonna say, uh, I was gonna say, a comeback of this caliber is not enough to uh, to uh, win it because is is if they if they make this comeback and then and just shit it in game in six and seven, and what was it for? It's like the uh, it's like the Leafs get it. It's like the Leafs it's scoring three goals in in four minutes and uh, in game four of. Uh, the bubble last year against uh, it was Columbus, right? Yeah, it was a yeah, and then 
back game. Like, where the Jackets did it, and then the Leafs did it right afterwards. And then they just completely, you know, lost their, uh, lost their marbles in, in game five and didn't, uh, and didn't yeah, score. No, no one knew how to fucking shoot a if that ha- If that happens uh, with Atlanta, uh, at all he, he adds, uh, it's an, that only adds another layer to the uh, to their misery. If the eh, eh, yeah. if they win this series, maybe they eh, eh, it only slightly alleviates it. Eh, if they make it to the finals, uh, uh, and win it, I think that's uh, that's what go- that's what's gonna uh, put them um, like in a better position to and to uh, uh, to put. Put the past behind them. I know we got players calling the league soft. Well, yeah, the league, uh, the league is is kind of screwed at this point. If I'm, uh, if I'm, and to be perfectly honest, yes. But uh, uh honestly, eh, but eh, one of the bigger pieces of news is is the uh is is Kawhi Leonard. One of the uh, better pieces of the uh, sort of just like that glue that uh, puts all the pieces of the uh, Clippers together this year is uh, is now suffering in an ACL uh, injury and is is going to be out for the rest of the uh, conference semifinals. Well, since they're up three two, who knows how uh, who knows how much this is going to uh, affect their. Uh, the rest of their playoffs. Uh, yeah, my Nova, and as well as uh, uh, Paul George going on the COVID list as well. So that also hinders their playoff hopes a little bit. It but is, with that being said, Chris Paul did step up in a big way last night and help them beat the Jazz. I feel, uh, honestly, I feel like with uh, uh, with them. Missing two of their best uh, players, the Jazz are gonna uh, take Jazz this opportunity to. It's gonna be Jazz versus Suns. It's gonna be Jazz versus Suns, which is gonna be uh, a freaking hilarious conference finals because the two both, both teams sucked. Yeah, both teams sucked until they got their guy. For the Suns, it was Devin Booker. For the uh, for the Jazz, it was Donovan Mitchell. Cool. But uh, I guess in other news, the uh, 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 Luka Doncic, one of the uh, best young stars, is not just on the Dallas Mavericks, but also in the entire league, uh, due for a Supermax contract, but uh, it's also entirely likely, uh, but it's becoming more and more likely that he, he could be traded because of organizational mismanagement and the uh, Dallas Mavericks. Thanks. And uh, is anyone surprised by this revelation? Uh, not really. Uh, when you have uh, a dude from freaking Shark Tank Inc. owns the uh, owns the Maverick Thanks. and Mark Cuban. Imagine you put the fucking organization on Shark Tank. Oh my god! <laughs> Introducing my new product, the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> Here you can see basketball. We don't know if it's gonna be good or bad. How much? But- Basketball, damn you! How much are uh, how much of a percent ownership are you gonna uh, put in this? But uh, 
uh, one of the uh, one of the teams in uh, in interest is uh, for this is the uh, Boston Celtics, and pretty much every single trade I've seen in in considering us getting in Luca has has us giving up like three first round picks and Jalen Brown, so at the very least, and actually no, oh. Two first-round picks, a swap of firsts, and and Jalen Brown. Which honestly, at this point, and maybe uh, I don't know. Uh, Brown and Tatum are uh, are an electric duo, but I know, uh, but it feels like uh, if Tatum isn't there, uh, Brown just suffers. There's, there's, I do like this other. I do like this one, and, and I saw where we get Luka Doncic and Josh and Josh Richardson for, and we give up Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Romeo Langford, and, and a twenty twenty one first round pick. We swap twenty twenty two first round and picks, a twenty twenty two second round pick, a twenty twenty three first round own pick that's top three protected. And a 2024 second round pick. Now I know, uh, I know, well, the NBA is so freaking top heavy that uh, most picks outside of the top 15 really aren't uh, aren't worth much. But uh, unless you manage to snag uh, some um, like uh, some like, how did you fall this far, or dude like Isaiah Thomas in the second round? And but it really. Uh, I feel like if we're going to make a trade for you know, Luca, that might be uh, the best one we have because really Marcus Smart isn't Marcus Smart is not it. Yeah. I've also heard things about uh, potential uh, potential for the Celtics trading in Kemba Walker to the uh, to the Lakers for a package that includes Kyle Kuzma, which I mean that's Lakers. That sounds good, but that sounds good. But uh, but it is never gonna happen because the uh, because why would the Lakers ever trade with the Celtics and why would the Celtics ever trade with the Lakers? There you go. Exactly. They uh, uh I feel like uh, this is uh, uh I don't know. It felt uh I know that uh, in the latter. Uh, in like the last five years uh, of Danny Ainge's is is GM um, tenure, it felt like he was uh, he kept making a deal just for the sake of making a deal. Well, I hope Brad Stevenson isn't the same, but uh, but yeah. In case any of you wanted to uh, to have a redux of uh, of uh, I hate Danny Ainge, there you go. But um, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like this might be. Uh, I feel like if we could get uh, Luka Doncic uh, for a, a trade, that might be a that might be a decent and get. Uh, just like get uh, like it's a big package, but uh, but we get Luka. Uh, we get Luca, and also Josh Richardson isn't terrible. Well, like he's he's decent from uh, from what I've seen. He's decent from three. He's not 
Uh, I know Philly got uh, got him in 2019 free agency as like a uh, as a replacement to Jimmy Butler, uh, and he was basically just diet diet Jimmy Butler. Uh, so I'm not in. T- I'm not. I wouldn't be really complaining, but uh, but really the but the main prize of this is is Luka Doncic. Yeah. Is that it for basketball, or do you have? Uh, yeah, I think that uh, it's it. So. All right, so let's go on over to the diamond and just some more. Yeah. So, uh, throughout uh, throughout the beginning of this uh, season, you pro uh, if you're playing fantasy baseball, uh, like uh, like we have been in, on the podcast, uh, so you may have uh, noticed that your pitchers were doing fantastic, but your uh, but your well, batters they started to do dog shit. But your you'll give MLB done. for that because of the new dumbass rule on you cannot have gripping agents on your hand or it's a ten game ban. Yeah, spider. Yeah, spider tech. What? Which? Which I learned was originally used as as a gripping agent for uh, uh, for weightlifters when uh, when uh, when lifting Atlas stone, uh, and was apparently better than uh, and apparently is a much better gripping agent than. In chalk, Heck. Heck. the the MLB has started a, a crackdown on gripping agents, and it's with probably the worst uh, amount, with probably the worst uh, ruling I have ever uh, seen. If you get caught with it, it is a ten game suspension with pay. It's a pay. It's a paid vacation, and and you miss one start. That's that's not a punishment. That is. Uh, that's just. But that is not. People are pissed off. And uh, one of such people uh, is now injured. Uh, 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 is the now injured uh, ace of the uh, ace of the Tampa Bay Rays, Tyler Glass, now, uh, who uh, complained that after his uh, after stopping. In the usage of sunscreen in as a gripping agent and he uh why are you staring at me like that because i have glass now on my il but uh, but yeah uh, glass now uh was kind of uh, like it it, uh, it was uh, i stopped using it uh, and it it made me pitch different and now i and now, for some reason, my elbow is screwed up. No, dude. No, it's uh, it's just you. Uh, that's just the normal process of pitching. I almost guarantee you, Tyler, that you were going to uh, that you were going to have elbow problems eventually, whether you were using gripping agents or not. Uh, yeah. Garrett Cole has also uh, come out and. In frustration about this, but Trevor Bauer, I feel, uh, uh, is frustrated for the right reasons. He uh, he said like he said something about uh, along the lines of we have known about this issue for years, and only now are we uh, trying to combat this. And uh, but even then, we're only combating this with a one game with a uh, with a one start suspension. In in like. 
that's not, yeah, that's not a punishment. That's just uh, a light slap on the wrist. I mean, that's that's not even a slap on the wrist. That's a uh, uh, and people also uh, there have also been pictures uh, saying like, wow, we wrote uh, wow, uh, ten game suspension for in for uh, this and uh, and the Astros don't even get uh, any sort of uh, any sort of uh, uh, punishment for their sign uh, for their sign stealing. Thing, which, which I think, think is pretty, is a valid criticism. Like, yeah, this is this is the, like, yeah, that was that was like the biggest cheating scandal since pretty much the Black Sox scandal in, in like nineteen nineteen. Which honestly, I don't even understand why that was it was cheating. That was that was just them throwing the game throwing the World Series because they were pissed at management. That was, that wasn't even, uh, that was shoeless Joe Jackson. Just, uh, it's like, I freaking hate, hate this. Why am I even, uh, why do I even uh, want to win? Uh, why do I even want to win when our uh, ownership doesn't care? Uh, let's just not try. That's not cheat. That's not really cheating, I don't think. That's just, not caring, I guess. But uh, yeah, uh, this is not the way to do a uh, a crackdown on uh, on the uh, on cheating in the league. But on a less uh, angry note, I guess, uh, do we want to go over our players of the week? Yeah. So my player of the week will be uh, Rodon. For again having a no hit watch because apparently a pitcher cannot have just one. Yeah, Car- Carlos Rodon this year has been an electric, and and for this week I was uh, sort of uh, I was going back and forth between in in Isaiah K- Kiner Falefa, uh, the shortstop for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, and the and Josh Hader, the relief pitcher for the uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers, both both have been freaking great, but ultimately I went with Bobuchet, uh, shortstop for, uh, for the uh, Bobuchet, uh, the Let's go. Uh, the shortstop for the Buffalo uh, for the Buffalo Blue Jays. Fuck you. He's, he's been yeah, he's been absolutely electric, uh, okay. having. Uh, and and yeah, any uh, any fantasy baseball team that has had him uh, can tell you how uh, how great he's he's been. He's had you know, like three home runs in the past five uh, games. Just fantastic young talent. Uh, young talent. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do we think that's it for uh, baseball? Yeah, so let's go over World Cup qualifying results because I know there were some games this week. And yeah, wait, wait, and you're like, wait, Comic Sports Podcast does World Cup qualifying results now? Yes. No, Josh should take it. <laughs> Just insulting the audience, I see. <laughs> yep. So, in terms of the North American 
uh, Central American and Caribbean stage, we got our final result, the final round. Uh, we got Canada moving on to the final round for the first time in 24 years of the online process. I think the U.S. was already inserted into it, but I'm not too sure about that. The U.S. men's national team actually did something? What? Watch them move to fucking Trinidad again. Uh, it's it's inevitable. And watch Alexi Lawless uh, just blow up on and them again. Oh, what the Haitian goaltender putting a goal in his own net? Oh, that was that was so painful. He oh. was born in Canada too. Yeah. Then in the African theater, we got I don't and we're, they're still on round one. The latest games being actually what the hell they did their fucking. Round one, two years ago, and I still haven't done anything yet. All right, so Africa's just working a standstill. Never mind about that. <laughs> Screw me. I thought they were. I thought they were doing their thing. <laughs> In terms of the Asian theater, hopefully they have something for me to talk about because I don't want to look like a jackass. And the result of that is they actually don't. Oh, they do from the other, from the other day. Yeah, fine, fair game. All right, so 15th of June, they just had some more round two games with Tajikistan beating Myanmar, Japan beating Kyrgyzstan, India and Afghanistan tying, Philippines, Maldives tying, and just a bunch of other, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 fucking whatever. But the big story was Canada moving on to the final round of qualification for the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. So that will be something to you know, keep an eye on for those, for the upcoming uh, processes of the qualification for next year's World Cup in 2022. And then after Qatar, the World Cup will be coming here. Oh, really? Yeah, 2026, U.S., Canada, and Mexico all joint host the World Cup. Oh, nice. Yeah. But, uh... uh uh, I get in other news is we have uh, we finally have uh, play, we finally have uh, the NCAA listening to uh, listening to complaints. It's the NCAA football playoffs are set to ex- expand to 12 teams by the year 2023, which honestly, yeah. it's a step in the right direction, but at the same time it's it's kind of not. It, because, because who does this? Because who does this still benefit? Because this still just benefits the top four teams. This is, yeah. it's, it's gonna be Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State, and and what other, and whatever other random team decides to do well that year. Yeah. Probably Oklahoma getting. Oklahoma, LSU, Clemson. No, Clemson was in the final. Uh, uh, you just said uh, right. Notre Dame. Notre Dame, yeah, that's gonna be another one. Yeah, uh, it's uh, gonna. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, it's uh, it's those teams just getting a bye, and then uh, and then they uh, uh and then they. Those are the old NFL format. Yeah, it's the old NFL all format. Now we got the fourteen team thing. Yeah. So as well, um, I have to circle back to hockey because 
as I fucking wrapped it up, more news came out. Fuck oh boy. My life. Oh boy, what happened now? Well, now we got Rod Brenda Moore signing a three-year extension with the Canes. Huh. And we got the finalists for GM of the Year. Well, uh... We got uh, Bill Zito of the Florida Panthers. Mark Bergeron of the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> and Lou Lamoureux of the New York Islanders. Okay. The other two... Okay, Lou Lamorello and uh, and the dude from the Panthers. Those uh, you know, I call him Bill Zidi because I once made a meme of his picture in a bowl of Zidi pasta. That sounds like some Raheem Mustard type uh, type <laughs> shit. But uh, uh, freaking Mark Bergevin as his GM of the year. That's just oh my god. You know how fucking dumb that sounds. What's next? Kevin Adams as his GM of the year? <laughs> Ralph Kruger for Jack Adams trophy? Oh my gosh. So fucking dumb. Yeah, this, uh, uh, yeah, uh, that's just freaking hilarious. It's just. Oh my yeah, God. that's, uh, I don't know about that one, Chief. I don't even, I don't even know how the fuck to respond to that. It, it's just so fucking dumb. Also, uh, also I get this uh, in terms of baseball. Uh, as it uh, as is uh, everybody continues to uh, to play, it see uh, a a trade that that pretty much everyone in Boston was. Is pissed about two uh, a year and a half ago, is kind of starting to work out in their uh, favor because uh, because despite Alex Verdugo, uh, surprisingly, and I and I looked this up last night and I was uh, shocked by it. Despite Alex Verdugo never signing for more than one year and uh, nor has he ever signed a contract for more than a million dollars, is he has a uh, uh, he's honestly uh, my. He's honestly been my second choice for. Uh, he's honestly also my second choice for. Uh, who's wrecking it up? Uh, because, as I was comparing his stats to, it's uh, to guys like Mookie and uh, and Jackie Bradley Jr. and Jock Peterson because, as my dad was kind of like, oh, why did we get Verdugo? We could have gotten Jock Peterson, and. and <laughs> Out of all of them, um, this year so far, Verdugo has the uh, Verdugo has the best uh, stats. Uh, it's with uh with him hitting, hitting let's see, hold on, uh, with him hitting 289 with 41 runs, nine nine home runs, and 31 RBIs and four stolen bases. Is Mookie is Mookie is hitting of. Uh, uh, Mookie's hitting 249 in eight home runs and 25 RBIs and six stolen in bases. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. last I checked was hitting like one uh, 150 something. In, in, hold on. Yeah. Jackie uh, Bradley. 
Huh? Jackie Bradley Jr., 150, hitting 153, five home runs, 16 RBIs, three stolen bases. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and I guess for uh, the pitcher that uh, that a lot of people were, were like, oh, why didn't we get him? Kenta Maeda uh, has been uh, – I wouldn't necessarily want someone who has a – 5.21 ERA and a whip of 1.5 on my team. Just saying. Mm. Really, really does not sound like eh, a dude I'd, eh, I'd want. And, but, I mean, it's eh, it's just eh, it's been a... Oh, shit. What? I fucking forgot we needed to talk about this. Vince Wolfork's son was accused of stealing and selling Super Bowl rings from his own dad. Oh, that is, that's fucked up. Are you like, are you a fucking idiot? Or are you a fucking idiot? Because chances are, you are a fucking idiot. That's, uh, that is not good at all. He stole his fucking father's two Super Bowl rings. And I think one ring from when he was with uh, Miami. With the Miami Hurricanes from the uh, NCAA. Oh, that's – oh, gosh. Yeah, he was arrested for the theft of property greater than 300000 Yeah, I don't – yeah, uh, that's kind of uh... – This is right here. Wolf reported the stolen items on May the 10th, according to Sports Illustrated. They included the two Super Bowl championship rings. From the 2004 and 2014 seasons, two AFC championship rings, a college football championship ring he won while playing at the University of Miami, expensive necklaces, bracelets, and earrings. Wow, that's... Stupid motherfucker. Your dad's Vince Wilfork and you need to do that. That's and just... He, and, the, and what's worse? He what? fucking pawned those shit off. He pawned that shit off. Yeah, that's that's fucking disgusting. I mean, it's one thing for Josh Gordon to sell his 2018 in in uh his 2018 in NFL championship ring, and and because I mean, like that's his decision. That's uh, that's him saying, and I mean, he wasn't even part of that. Championship. We got him like, we got him like two weeks in. Then he got suspended and uh, and played like five games for us uh, in the next season. And and yeah. and now is I think in the CFL. I I'm not sure, but uh, but yeah, it's one thing to do that, but then it's another thing to to for your kid to. Uh, to have your kid pawn it off without you knowing about it. Yeah. That's that's just that's so crazy. crazy. I, I I don't know why the fuck people do what they do. Uh, stupidity and being American. But uh, <laughs> I want to know a damn thing about the second one. <laughs> you're a citizen here. Come on. 
Eh, yeah, five. I mean, dual citizenship, but I was not born here. Remember that. Yeah, I know. My friend, uh, yeah, I know. My friend Liam um, was born in, in Canada and has uh, is, is lived in America most of his life and if and he's been, uh, but still wears the fact that he was is born in Canada as a pri- as a badge of honor. I know. It, uh, believe me, uh, believe me, uh, Tanner. You are not the only uh, Canadian who uh, who likes being Canadian. Good. And but uh, uh, is that all we have for today? I think that may be it. All we have for today. Then that's all we have for today. Thank you all so much for uh, listening, and we will see you next week. Adios. See ya.